boomers are looking for in senior housing. More states are giving property tax breaks to seniors and foreclosures are rising. What this means for the housing market. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of July 10th. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. The American Seniors Housing Association, or the ASHA, has released a report and it details the senior living priorities of baby boomer generation who will largely drive the industry's growth in the coming 25 years. The report, Boomers in the Future of Senior Living, is based on surveys of more than 7,000 individuals, of which roughly 80% were baby boomers. It was conducted between December 2021 and March of 2022. And the report includes information on their demographics, family, and household characteristics, current living accommodations, and location preferences. Now, among the survey findings are that nearly 60% of respondents were considering a move, including to a retirement community, within the next four years. Respondents ranked a full kitchen, laundry room, and washer-dryer living room, windows with natural light, and additional storage as their top five in-unit amenities. And looking to the exterior of the home, 83% of respondents cite lawn and landscaping 24-hour security as essential or desirable, and at least half of those are likely or unsure if they would move to a senior living community, rated that walking in trails, on-site storage, indoor fitness, activity rooms, convenience stores, and family-friendly lounges and ATMs are highly desirable. Normal President Steve Irwin was quoted in the column saying, Housing markets nationwide experienced unprecedented growth over the past decade, adding while many of these markets are starting to see declines in home values, the key takeaway here is that the older homeowner are still sitting on $12.39 trillion in housing wealth that can be used strategically as part of a retirement plan to enhance retirement security. And from Money.com. Property taxes can be a serious burden on seniors who own homes and are not earning as much income, but a number of states are now working to reduce those bills for older residents, sometimes by thousands of dollars. The column's entitled, More States Are Giving Property Tax Breaks to Seniors. In fact, one of those states is New Jersey, where homeowners actually pay the highest property taxes in the nation. But they just became the latest state to announce a tax break for those 65 and older who own a home, but it will not take effect until 2026. Governor Phil Murphy announced a deal last week to cut property taxes for eligible homeowners by up to $6,500. Other states, including Iowa and Washington, have added or increased property tax reductions or exemptions for seniors in recent months. While property taxes are generally levied by local governments, it is common for states to provide tax breaks to seniors. The New Jersey plan, which does need to be approved by the legislature, is notable not only because the average property tax in the state is over $9,500 a year for single-family homes, but also due to the fact it's a tax credit versus many other states which have exemptions. The agreement in New Jersey would cut property taxes in half for seniors up to a maximum discount of $6,500, provided their income is under $500,000, and that's a pretty generous income cap. Other states have increased their income thresholds this year to make tax breaks available to more senior homeowners. In Washington State, Governor Jay Inslee signed a bill in April that increased the maximum income levels to qualify for the state's existing exemptions. As lawmakers feared the inflation adjustments to Social Security payments would push seniors' income above the qualifying thresholds, that according to the Seattle Times. 
And our last story of the week comes from Yahoo Finance entitled Foreclosures Are Rising, What This Means for You in the Housing Market. Some are asking if the neighborhood is going to go to pot, if there is many foreclosures in their neighborhood. Well, they're not alone. In May of this year, ATTOM recorded a sharp uptick in foreclosure rates around the nation and adding up notices of default, repossession by banks and auctions in the calendar. And the U.S. foreclosure market actually found 35,196 properties with foreclosure filings. Now, that's not a good sign. Back in 2008 and 9, during the Great Recession, we saw a massive wave of foreclosures, but we're in a different market with improved underwriting. So talks of another recession have been going on for the last year and a half, but will the spike in foreclosures signal another recession? And if so, why now? And there are main factors, but one that's been around for a little while is COVID-19 and the changes after the end of the pandemic. The lifting of all COVID-19-related moratoriums has finally unclogged the pipeline of distressed properties, said Kristen D. Conti, the co-chairwoman of Default Industry Leaders. Those people who chose to take advantage of programs where they could not pay their mortgages and put the payments on the back end of the loan are now faced with homes whose prices are leveling out and they may find themselves underwater. The escalation of prices put many marginal buyers at the very top of their qualifying range, said Conti. Any change affecting household income can be catastrophic right now as prices become more prevalent and prices decrease. And there are also some telltale signs that more bad news may be on the way. She explained that new construction is being delivered to the market on a consistent basis, and that will pump up housing inventory while demand has taken a steep decline. All reverse mortgage CEO Michael Branson said it's worth noting that the rise in foreclosures could lead to an influx of distressed properties onto the market, which would create a buyer's market with opportunities for those who are looking to invest in real estate. This could result in a decrease in prices or rental costs over time and could provide a great opportunity for investors or people looking to purchase a home, said Branson. Should we worry? Not just yet, according to the experts. I believe foreclosure rates will continue to increase, said Conti. I know the clients I work with are gearing up their loss mitigation departments in preparation for what is next in our market. Even though foreclosures are spiking, it's not the big deal everyone is making it out to be. We are just reaching a more normal level of foreclosure filing, said Brian Whitman, owner and CEO of SILT Real Estate and Investments. According to Adam, there were approximately 150,000 foreclosure filings in the first quarter of 2019. There are still roughly only 100,000 in Q1 of 2023. It's a rise this year over 10%, much of that due to the end of the COVID-19 moratoriums. This concludes another episode of Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for the reverse mortgage professional. Please make note that we are now on Spotify, so you can listen to us there. And Apple users, you can still listen and subscribe on iTunes. Don't forget, each and every week, we have our latest videos. In fact, this week, we're going to be diving into the reverse mortgage markets that are seeing the biggest price declines and median list prices in those markets, which are not. Some of them are even appreciating, so be sure to go to peckhamworld.com. Thanks again for joining us and be sure to return next week for more reverse mortgage news on the go.